I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, hey, sorry. Turn that off. Uh, uh, Hi, it's Scott. Welcome to Core Daily. Uh, you may have heard what I was playing there. Maybe you didn't. And if you didn't, that's okay, because I'm about to tell you. So here's the deal. I could be doing a whole thing on Diablo today, because it's all I played this weekend. I think that's all anybody on the core staff played all week. It may have been all you played all week. But what else is there to say until some of us hit 100 or some of us do whatever else we're going to do in that game? So instead today, I wanted to bring you a little nostalgia, at least for me. Okay? Normally, I don't like games that copy other games like directly copy them mechanically or otherwise. But I will make an exception for Balloon Fight. And look, don't get me wrong. As much as I love Joust, I will make that exception. For the uninitiated, Balloon Fight is a game developed by Nintendo and HAL Laboratories. It was published by Nintendo in Japan in 1985 and uh, here in the States in 1986. That's the console version anyway. The original arcade version was released for the Nintendo Versus system internationally as Versus Balloon Fight. You may have seen that as part of the Versus 10 cabinets or whatever you were playing it on. That was released in 1984, but the NES version of the game was the very next year, and they just dropped the Versus and called it straight up Balloon Fight. And look, I'm not going to deny the fact that it was a lot like Joust, okay? Don't come at me with your emails. I know. I know it's like Joust, okay? I know. That's part of the reason I like it. I should also mention a version was released for the NEC PC8801 in 1985 as well, and the Sharp X1 got a version in November of that same year. The Game Boy Advance had a version called Balloon Fight E. This was for the Game Boy Advance e-reader that came out in 2002. I had this card. I don't know where it is now, but I loved that you could get it in card form. It was like Balloon Fight. Now in card form. You could also get the game in Animal Crossing for the GameCube, which was totally weird. I loved this. I played that in there as well. You could play the game in Animal Crossing. Like straight up, you had an NES in your little house. You turned it on and you could play that game if you found it. And now various versions, of course, are have been in the virtual console on the Wii, the Wii U. Uh, it's currently on Switch in the Nintendo Switch Online service. If you have an NES Classic console, it's on there as well. Here's the game more in depth. The player controls an unnamed balloon fighter with two balloons attached to his helmet. Repeatedly pressing the A button or holding down the B button causes the balloon fighter to flap his arms and rise into the air. If a balloon is popped, the player's flotation is decreased, making it harder to rise. Preach it, brother. A life is lost if both balloons are popped by enemy balloon fighters. If the player player falls into the water, gets eaten by the large piranha near the surface of the water, or is hit by lightning. All that stuff will kill you. There are two modes of play in the game, the one-player and two-player game, where the goal is to clear the screen of enemies, and Balloon Trip, where the goal is to avoid obstacles in a side-scrolling stage. The original arcade game does not include Balloon Trip, but all level layouts are completely different, so as to take advantage of vertical scrolling in addition to some minor gameplay differences. Let's get into why I love it. I don't know what it is about Joust or this kind of gameplay. This sort of stuff has gravity in the game and my my uh, ostrich in Joust, or in this case, my little balloon dude, has 
this like heft to fly up and then this like gravity to drop down and then you as the player trying to navigate when to drop when to flap it all sounds kind of simple now that i say it out loud but uh this was really nuanced gameplay back then and i remember it just feeling so good the first time i tried it so whether it was joust or it was a balloon fight or one of the joust sequels or other games like it i'm just a sucker for the way those games played still am but balloon fight had some extra stuff in it, it had some extra juice like levels that changed uh, joust was kind of stuck with one level with disappearing platforms joust 2 shook that up a little bit but they also went vertical in joust 2 which kind of annoyed me but in balloon fight it was like oh every time i go to the next stage things are different. They're different enough where this feels like I'm playing a different game every time I play it, even if some of that stuff was just randomized, you know, pre-built but randomized. We weren't to the point of procedurally generated levels yet in video games. And Balloon Trip was like, I mean, I don't know if this is fair to say this, but it felt like the first Endless Runner that I ever played. It had that feeling. You got one life. You got to be real careful with it. It's kind of hardcore mode and you got to go as far as you can without dying. Sounds like an Endless Runner to me, doesn't it? Doesn't it? The only thing I don't like about the game is some of the sound work, like this. I mean, those are just 8-bit problems, right? But, ooh, it's that, that, that beeping noise still keeps me up at night. Ooh, boy. And if you can call games comfort food, then I'm going to say Balloon Fight is comfort food. Okay, I can return to that anytime, especially on this little guy. I'll hop, I'll fire that thing up and I'll play and I love it. Uh, when I had it on the Game Boy Advance with the e-reader card, it was just like, this is what I'll, this is what I'll do before bed. Uh, you, if you told me right now, hey, how was your stressful day? I'd say, oh, I don't know. I need to, I need to really unwind. I might do it with Balloon Fight. I mean, I might right now do it with Diablo 4, but on a normal kind of average week, Balloon Fight will probably get more of my time. I'd like to know what you guys think. Do you have a game you consider to be your comfort game that you return to time and time again? What is it? Where is it? And can other people maybe discover it still? It can be a new game. It can be an old game. Send us your thoughts. Text me 801-471-0462. Okay? Okay. Catch the bigger conversation on Core on Thursdays. Got a big show this week. Joe, Joe, Bo is probably hit his 100 by then. So if you're listening to the Thursday night show, I have a feeling he's hit it by then. I don't know. Maybe he'll die before then. But the race to 100 and getting on that statue, it's intense, man. It's intense. So check out this week's show to find out what we think about Diablo a week into it and how he's doing on his race to 100. And now, a video that John just sent me. He's playing Diablo 4, of course, and uh, he found out that sometimes... There are mysterious ways to level your character that make no sense. And it turns out that mysterious way is literally doing nothing. Enjoy, and we'll see you tomorrow. So put some points in Sturdy and Siphoning Strikes. Uh, I didn't know that you could level up in this game from um, giving your build to the chat room. But congratulations, we did it. Wow. <laughs>